5AA Breakfast. David Penberthy and Will Goodings. Weekdays from 6 till 9 on Adelaide's 5AA. 14 minutes after 8. Here's a story that no one will shed tears over. Remember sports bet paid out early on Labor last week? What, to the tune of one point. $3 million they paid out early because it was so clear that Bill Shunt was going to win. They were left in the hole for $5 bucks as a result of the federal election campaign because they had to pay out in coalition, so they had to pay out basically the entire purse they had. $5 million was the, uh, the ultimately the cost of, of sports bets. A lot of those betting agencies Silliness. know nothing about politics and they only do it to get name recognition. Absolutely. It's advertising. And apparently... A friend and I, we worked out a bet years ago because you used to be able to do multis. Yeah. And you could add a seat to another seat to another seat. And, and comparing seats is actually, it's not like footy games, because if the trend is on on the basis of a whole bunch of different policies in one seat that might be a 5% margin, you can put your house on the fact, unless there's some really weird local issue, the, the, the that other go. seats will follow. We did a 10-seat multi for 20 bucks, and it paid more than five grand. You can't do that and anymore. I didn't get on. Because they stopped the betting on the Friday. You can't do that. They don't allow you to multi in the same event anymore for for precisely that reason. They got absolutely smashed. This was back in the days when it was only Jared Daffy's uh, agency, Cenebet, that was doing it in the the 90s. But they got got absolutely poleaxed by people. I don't expect anyone to to shed a tear for the people at sports bet this morning. They got deep pockets. Uh, The one seat that um, remains... Uh, unresolved in South Australia is the the seat of Boothby. All the indicators are that it will be a Libertine, but it's still, uh, if you look at the the raw detail, incredibly close at this point in time. Uh, There has been 78% counted uh, the difference between the incumbent Nicole Flint and the Labor Party hopeful Nadia Nadia Clancy is about um, 2,200 votes. Nadia's on the line now. Can you still win, Nadia? Good morning. Um, I think that it's probably stretched out too far now. Um, so I did give Nicole a call this morning to congratulate her on having the great privilege of representing our community in Boothby. So, so you have pretty much conceded then, Nadia? Yeah, yeah. So unfortunately, I just think it's probably... Last night we were 2,200 behind. Hmm. Um, I think that's going to be near impossible to... To make up, I'd be obviously very, very happy to be proven wrong, and in a couple of days to go, oh, sorry, I take it back. Um, <laughs> yeah. so, yeah. You know. Hey, about that phone call. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, Nadia, can I ask you? The debate is well and truly underway now within the ALP about what went wrong on on Saturday night. Do you think you could have won the seat of Boothby, which is the seventh oldest seat in the country, without the lead in your saddlebags of anti-aspirational policies on franking credits and negative gearing? I think there's going to be a lot of time to reflect on what we could have done differently in terms of policy and also the way we campaigned. Um, But in Boothby, you know, we got a swing towards us when that wasn't really what was happening everywhere else. And I'm really proud of what what we've achieved, um, me and my incredible team of volunteers. We've clearly had some good conversations with people over the last eight months and you know, people did want action on climate change and wanted better funding for our schools and our hospitals. And we've got, you know, we moved some people across, um, but it doesn't seem like we were able to move enough. Mm. Well, Nadia, Nadia, thanks, Nadia. Really appreciate it. Thank you for joining us on this um, on this Monday morning after polling day. Nicole Flint is the incumbent member for Boothby and looks set to be returned. Nicole, good morning to you. Uh, and, and congratulations, or are you not quite there yet? 
I am a bit old school, so I'll be waiting for the AEC to make the declaration. Nicole, you had the, everything but the kitchen sink chucked at you in Boothby. You, you had ads specifically naming you over the Dutton stuff. Uh, your office itself was egged uh, overnight last, uh, last Thursday. How debilitating have you found this campaign? Look, we just kept focused on working as hard as we possibly could for our local community. Um, I was really concerned about what Bill Shorten and the Labor Party would do to my retirees and to my small businesses. So we just stayed focused on being out and about, talking to as many people as possible, listening to my local community and making sure they knew about our plan for a stronger economy and lower taxes and more jobs, especially here in South Australia. Mm. The uh, the swing against you, do you what do you put that down to? You just put it down to the fact that, you know, basically get up Labor and the entire union movement parked in your driveway for the last six months? <laughs> well, that certainly didn't help. We've never seen a campaign like that here in South Australia and uh, I hope we don't again uh, because certainly union, the unions and get up and Labor were, were pretty aggressive. Um, but um, what I would say is the we worked incredibly hard and um, that's what I stay focused on. So every time they attacked me, it just made me work even harder. Is there anything anything specifically that you're able to would like to share, Nicole, that you think should never happen again in terms of how you were targeted? The vandalism and I think the, some of the aggression we saw was um, something that I don't want to see in politics again anywhere in Australia. Uh, but at the end of the day, this is about my community and I said to everyone, I would try my best to save them from Bill Shorten. Uh, we look like, I hope, we'll see a majority Scott Morrison Liberal government and I'm just so proud of what we've achieved and also what we will do for our community here in South Australia. It's really exciting. We've got a very bright future ahead of us especially working with the uh, Stephen Marshall Liberal government. So there's great things. I had Simon Birmingham earlier talk about the Space Agency. This is an absolute game changer for South Australia and the fact that we have our National Space Agency right here in Adelaide is something we should be very proud of. Just keep an eye on those 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 gnats with our river, hey? Absolutely. Yep, look, <laughs> South Australia... You know, South Australia's led the way on water management and <clears throat> that's what... <clears throat> excuse me. Um, that's what I hope we're going to see, well, that we need to see from the rest of the Murray-Darling Basin. But we've got to work together with the other states. The fact is, every single state um, in the Murray-Darling Basin has control over its water. It's got to be a cooperative effort. And we need to uh, make sure that we're looking after the environment, but also looking after our farmers. Well, there you go. Nicole Flint, the member for Boothby, thanks for joining us. And uh, she won't call it, but I think we... We will. We heard yeah, we'll her it opponents call, called it. Yep, you heard it here first. Nadia Clancy rang uh, Nicole Flint this morning and said, uh, that's me, I'm done. And uh, it looks like, as as we predicted all along, there wouldn't be any change in any of the seats here in uh, in South Australia. 22 minutes after eight.